Today's story concerns adult subject matter for mature listeners. If that's not your cup of tea, or there are youngsters listening, please skip this one and come back for another story another time. You're listening to the voice of Daw. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveler, and today's story is Front Row by B.P. Rugger. For more of their writing, puns, and other cringeworthy antics, you can follow them on both Blue Sky and Mastodon at woof.group as Dammit Moo Moon. Read by the author, please enjoy Front Row by B.P. Rugger. Welcome to the dealership, Caleb trumpeted, his voice as big as his body, and his body was massive. His fat belly stretched a rugby jersey that could fit Derek's whole family and have enough fabric left over to build a tent for the deer to live in. That gargantuan belly jiggled as Caleb did a little dance, graceful as a cracking ice floe, and spread his stubby gray arms as wide as his smile. Derek facepalmed. Clever, the deer said as he read the sign above the restaurant. Rolls Rice Sushi. He shook his head as his keratinous fingers ran through the reddish-brown fur on his always too pudgy cheeks. Clever? My daddy's such a great punter, he's put a pun in my oven, Avery said as they smacked their belly and the fat bounced in waves. The hippo was as big, solid, and round as a grain silo. They could probably fit just as much food inside them, too, with that gargantuan purpley-gray mouth of theirs. Derek held up his hands in his surrender. You're right. I was being pun-reasonable, the deer said. Between his two rugby props, Derek looked as skinny as the lettuce on a quadruple Decker hamburger. For once, he would not be teased for his belly. Victory! Avery shouted. The hippo raised their arms into the air, and their rugby jersey rode up, showing off their pink belly. As you've now observed, Caleb said, his trunk resting on Derek's shoulder, being the hooker for our front row means appeasing Avery's ego. And laughing at your puns, Derek said, one white ear twitching. He's got you there, Daddy, Avery said. Caleb sighed. Let's just head inside before there. His large yellow eye caught Derek's. Out of tuna. Derek laughed as the three furs walked into the restaurant. Kabuki fans and kanji decorated the walls, while nondescript leatherette booths and black tables filled the floor space. In front of them, a red fox sat behind a little lectern. Welcome, she said. Derek opened his mouth, but Caleb spoke first. Can you give him... He nudged Derek with his trunk. The closest to Biko roll you have, please? What? Derek asked. The front row for our front row front row, Caleb trumpeted. I love you, Daddy, Avery said. I will ensure it is the very front row, the fox said. Now, right this way, if you please. The fox led them to a table and pushed everything around it back so that Caleb and Avery had just enough room to squeeze in and sit down. The table also pressed against Derek's frustratingly soft belly, a reminder that he, like always, had to watch what he ate. 
Caleb took the order sheet in one hand, a pencil in the other, and a menu in his trunk. He marked the sheet furiously. Horrified, Derek watched the sheet fill up. Should I... Is what you want vegetarian? Avery asked. Derek nodded. Then it's coming. Don't worry. They didn't expect Derek to eat that much, did they? The fox returned with the Tobiko roll, the orange row covering the rice. You realize deer are herbivores, right? Asked Derek. Caleb passed the sheet to the fox and grabbed a piece, from the back, with his trunk. So are elephants, but this is sushi. He popped the sushi into his mouth and closed his eyes to savor it. Avery laughed and grabbed their own piece. It looked tiny going down the hippo's molar-lined throat. Derek tentatively grabbed the front piece and ate it. The roe was delicate on his tongue and tasted of the deep sea. His stomach couldn't handle much of it, but he had to admit, it was good. There's more where that came from, Avery said, rubbing their belly. Though the rest will be vegetarian. Can't lift on an upset stomach. The fat on their arm jiggled as they flexed, but Derek could see the sizable muscle beneath. Caleb's trunk rose into the air and sniffed. First course is coming. Smells like six seaweed salads, four plates of edamame, twelve tofu dumplings, and three miso soups. Avery rubbed Caleb's belly. That's my fatty daddy. That wasn't as much food as Derek feared it would be. Maybe he could do this. Guess they'll be bringing the other four dozen dumplings with the maki, Caleb said. That'll maki it special, Avery said. Derek groaned. If you keep this up, I'm going to commit sushi-side. Caleb trumpeted. He's learned how to roll with it. In my eyes, that means he's a fish great, Avery said. Their punning stopped with the arrival of food, as Avery and Caleb were far too fat to consider doing something as pedestrian as conversing when there was eating to be done. Derek took a seaweed salad, hoping to fill up on it so he could wave off the rest of the food. Derek, Avery said, swallowing the four dumplings in their mouth. You've got to eat more than that if you're going to be our big strong hooker. Don't deer usually play on the wing? Derek asked. I guess, Avery said, grabbing a plate of adamami. The boring, skinny ones. Ah, Derek said. Caleb stared at Derek. You don't like your body, do you? Avery looked at Caleb, mouth agape. Then they turned to Derek and said, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I just saw the way you looked at us after practice and thought... Derek froze. Junior? Caleb whispered. Shit, I'm stepping in it today, Avery said. Though I thought the whole deer in headlights thing was a myth. Derek seized the opportunity to redirect the conversation. Feral deer are a prey species, so if we see something dangerous, we'll run. But when a sudden light blinds our large eyes, we don't know what to do, so... Derek trailed off awkwardly. I understand, Caleb whispered. I'm sorry, Avery said. I wanted to appreciate you, but instead I... I've dealt with worse about my weight, Derek said. And I'm grateful you're showing me how to lift. 
Plus, the sushi here is really good. He took a tofu dumpling and popped it in his mouth. One wouldn't hurt, right? It was so very delicious. Though one dumpling didn't quite satisfy him, and he took another. Two wouldn't hurt, right? Then let's finish this round of sushi and head to the gym, Caleb said. After that, Junior, we'll come back and really gorge ourselves. He patted Avery's belly. Then his trunk sniffed the air. And here come the rest of our dumplings and tempura. Thirty wouldn't hurt, right? When they arrived at the gym, the sun had already set. Blinds covered the windows of the squat white building, leaving slices of red light to gleam on the sidewalk. Your gym's cardio, Daddy? Avery laughed. Cardio strikes fear into the hearts of this hippo and elephant power couple. It's just... Derek found a convenient lie. Close to my house, is all. Derek couldn't tell Avery that he liked their advertising slogan. Come to the one gym where you'll beg for your workout to be harder, Daddy. Your garbage can is close to your house, too, Avery murmured. But if this is the gym you'll work out at, it's the best one for you. Their eyes twinkled. I just reserve the right to think that everyone inside needs to drink a smoothie made of sugar and lard. If they did, maybe I'd look skinnier to them, Derek grumbled. Caleb and Avery laughed, and the three furs walked toward the double doors. One of the doors held a sign that read, This door kept locked. Avery snorted and opened their big mouth to speak, but they caught Caleb's eye and stopped themselves. Sugar and lard, they muttered as they opened the other door and squeezed inside. Or partway inside. The locked door pressed into the middle of their massive pink belly, and the fat bulged out so far that the hippo was stuck. They grunted and pushed their thick legs against the ground, but they didn't budge. They grasped the locked door and pushed so hard the metal curved beneath the strain and the glass buckled. Their face turned more purple as they clenched every muscle they had, and they roared. But the door didn't budge. Avery relented and slumped down, or would have, if the door hadn't kept them upright. "'Excuse me, Mix,' said a voice. "'Can I help you?' A rabbit stood a decent distance away from Avery, his ears and tail twitching. He had a name tag stuck to the white fur on his chest, which read, "'Humper, front desk staff, cardio daddy.'" Avery took a breath to calm himself, but they still glared at the rabbit as they spoke. I love belly rubs as much as the next hippo, but having your door assault patrons as they enter is perhaps not the best strategy. I'm sorry, Mix. I will get you out right away. Usually furs of your size choose hobbies that aren't so... strenuous. Caleb gasped. Aren't? Strenuous? Spittle from Avery's massive mouth covered the door. Listen here, you little rabbit. I am one of the best rugby props you've ever seen. I could bench your entire family for refs. I could squat your entire burrow. I could flatten your gym with a shoulder charge. I could... Junior, Caleb interrupted. He can't unlock the door while you're screaming at him. Humper's twitching ear had turned into a full body shake. Avery sagged. You're right. I'm sorry, Daddy, they said. 
I'm just so sick of everything catering to the same skinny cheetahs, greyhounds, and ferrets. Caleb stroked his trunk against the side of Avery's bulging belly. Humper unlocked the second door, freeing Avery's jiggling belly, then scampered back to the front desk. His foot beat against the ground a few times before he said, Just, uh, so you know, our clientele will not find you their usual type. Avery snorted. We'll teach them a thing or two about lifting. Don't worry. That's not... The rabbit cut himself off. Of course. You can just swipe your payment and enter. The three furs swiped their cards and walked into the change room. There, dim red lights threw the lean, angular bodies of the changing furs into sharp relief. Or, mostly changing. Cocks, asses, breasts, and clits were caressed by furs who watched for fresh meat. When the ground shook as the three entered, they looked away. Did you know your gym was like this? Avery hissed at Derek. It was always normal before, he responded. Then what the hell happened? Avery asked. Caleb tapped a sign. Family hours, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Adults only, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Ah, Derek and Avery said. Let's just ignore them and focus on working out, Caleb said. After all, the Constitution guarantees the freedom of the press. Derek chuckled as the group found the closest empty bench. From behind the lockers came the unmistakable wet slap of fucking and the smell of cum, pussy, and lube. Derek took off his clothes, trying not to watch Avery doing the same. But when Avery pulled down their pants and let the silhouette of their thick cock slap against their leg, Derek stared. Avery smacked their belly. You can look, they said. I know I'm hot. Derek's ears twitched, but he imagined his fingers sinking into Avery's belly, pressing through the fat and massaging the muscle beneath, Avery's thick arms pulling his muzzle into their belly, his world going back as Avery's cock pushed into him and... Junior, you're going to give him blue balls, Caleb said. He was already dressed, Derek noted with dismay. Oh, all right, Daddy, Avery responded as they pulled on their shorts. But I think I'll suggest an after-dark day for our gym. They exited the change room and walked into the gym, which was slightly brighter than the change room, but cast everything in the same red hue. This brighter light showed off bouncing cocks and breasts as furs ran along treadmills or climbed stair machines. Though many of them stared openly at each other, all the eyes avoided the hefty trio. Feral little twigs wouldn't know sexy if it forced their head deep into the pillow, Avery ranted. I'll worship your belly extra hard tonight, Daddy. Derek bleated sadly. You have a lovely belly too, Avery said. They stroked Derek's belly. Derek reveled in Avery's touch, even as he grimaced at the reminder of his belly. Junior, Caleb warned. Shit, I'm sorry, Avery said. Derek's ears sank. No, I was... He didn't know what he was trying to say. It's all right. Derek looked at his hooves until Caleb asked, Where's the power cage? What's a power cage? Derek asked. A big metal frame you lift the barbell off, Caleb said. Like that? Derek pointed at a strange platform. 
On either side of it, a silver square extended into a bar with stubby handles that stuck out regularly. What is that? Caleb asked. I think it's a squat stand, Avery said. The handles hold the bar and the rectangular thing is the safety. A static safety height for both mice and elephants? Caleb asked. Well... Right. Sorry, Caleb responded. Derek found a way to break the tension. I think that's the bar for it over there. He pointed to a thin bar with flared end. Yes, Caleb said quickly. Though that won't be able to handle our max lift. You mean I'll have to do reps like some sort of cheetah? Avery held their hand over their chest, a look of mock horror on their face. That's practically cardio! Then let me perform your belly's last rites, Caleb said. On behalf of a hippo whose belly is departing and who cannot speak, I implore you, O oh your adiposity, to forgive this belly for the times it has consumed vegetables, or not eaten its requisite ten square meals a day. Absolve it of all participation in fad diets, accidental consumption of aspartame, and walking for anything other than food. Take this lost belly into your sugary embrace, where it may be full of sweet, carbonated beverages forever and ever. Amen. Amen, Derek echoed. I'll miss you, belly, Avery said, their eyes tearing. Derek petted Avery's belly, his fingertips curling into their sensitive underbelly. Avery closed their eyes and growled. Caleb coughed, and Derek jumped. All right, folks, time to lift, Caleb said. He sprouted a half-grin as he took the bar and placed it at chest height. Avery lumbered over to the weight rack. Where are the rest of the weights? they asked. Derek looked around. There's another one there, he said, pointing. Nothing heavier than a 25, they said. The furs here must only do bicep curls. We'll just have to make do, Caleb said. He grabbed a 25 in each hand and one in his trunk and carried them over to the squat stand. Then he repeated the process as Avery grabbed two from the further weight rack. Caleb put the weights on the bar. The bar fits four 25s per side, about 225 pounds. Definitely cardio, Avery said. 225 pounds is cardio? Derek asked. What are your max lifts? 615? Avery gloated. 555, Caleb said. I'm catching up, though. You'd have already caught up if your asshole doctor had helped you transition earlier, Avery said. Holy shit, Derek said. You think we got this big by being lazy? Avery slapped their belly. A wave of fat cascaded across it. Caleb laughed. Care to show our little dear how it's done, Junior? Avery smiled. Sure thing, Daddy-o. They squeezed their massive body into the squat stand. Their knees brushed against the sides as they ducked under the bar. Have you ever squatted before? Caleb asked Derek. Just body weight, he responded. Then watch how Avery sits their butt back and pushes their chest out. The rest falls in line. Avery lifted the bar and stepped back. Then they slammed out squat after squat, a soft grunt accompanying each lift. The furs there finally deigned to look at Avery with a mix of respect and horror. Derek's chest tightened. No one had ever been amazed by him before. 
He was just a fat deer, always two steps behind all the others. Finally, after Derek didn't know how many squats, Avery put the bar back on the stand, panting. You're, they said. Up, they continued. Derek? Derek froze. Don't worry, we'll start you with 75 pounds, Caleb said. Better to lift less and grow slow than lift more and spend months healing an injury. He removed three plates from either side. Derek walked to the bar and slipped under it. He touched his shoulders to the bar, took a breath, and lifted. It wasn't as heavy as he thought it would be. He took a step back, then almost lost his balance. Careful there, Caleb said. Slowly, Derek bent his knees and began his squat. The weight pulled him off balance, and he wobbled. Butt back and chest out, Caleb said. Derek stuck his butt out. He leaned forward and saw his hooves before remembering to stick his chest out. His core tightened. There you go, Caleb said. Derek hit the bottom of his squat, pushed through his heels, and stood up. Great job, Caleb shouted. Do a couple more of those and you'll be ready for more weight. Derek did a couple more squats. It felt good. All right, let's put another 25 on, Caleb said. Derek put the bar back and watched as Avery and Caleb put another 25 on each side. Then he went back under the bar and lifted it. He's hungry for it, Avery said. Derek's heart beat as he stepped back. Butt back, chest out, he sank down. His legs trembled beneath the weight, but he hit bottom and pushed through his heels, and the bar rose. Fuck yeah, Avery said. Derek beamed. Exercise had always been grueling before. Gasping for air, he told himself if he could run for 30 more minutes, he'd be allowed to eat that donut. Now, his muscles strained and his lungs burned, but Derek wanted more. Give me 225, he said. Hey, man, that's a lot of weight. I gotta do this, Derek responded. Come on, Daddy. We'll be there to catch the bar if anything goes wrong, Avery said. Caleb frowned. I've seen too many folks injure themselves, he said. On YouTube videos, Avery said. Practice begets good form, Caleb said. And you practice because you see results. Caleb sighed. Okay, fine. But I'm not taking my hands off the bar. See, Daddy can be reasonable sometimes, Avery winked at Derek. They put two twenty-fives on each side, then cupped their hands under the bar. Derek grasped the bar, centered himself, tested his knees, and breathed. Derek pushed, his back protesting against the weight. His breath curled around his muzzle. Slowly, he lifted the bar and wobbled back. In position, he closed his eyes. He had failed so many times, but this felt different. Every time he had finished a 10K alongside a tortoise or a koala, he hadn't really cared. Okay, no, he had hated himself for it. But he had also expected it. He had always been chubby, always been left behind as his siblings sprinted through the forests. This time, he might be able to leave them behind. He opened his eyes. Butt back, chest out, he sank. When he hit the bottom of the squat, he regretted everything. The bar pushed his chest into his knees. 
there was no way he could get it up. Still, if he failed, he would fail having given it his all. He pushed through his heels. His back curved and he tightened his belly. A rumbling bellow burst from his muzzle and the bar began to rise. Every muscle in his body shook, from his legs to his neck, and Derek could hear nothing but his roar. Then, gasping for breath, he stood. He had made it. His legs collapsed and only Caleb and Avery kept the bar from tumbling atop him. You okay? Caleb asked. Derek smiled around his panting muzzle. Yeah, he said, then choked down more air. I'm great. That was awesome, Avery shouted as they replaced the bar. A cheetah came up to Derek and said, I've never seen a deer lift that much before. You're really strong. Derek's chest felt about to burst. Thanks, he said. You look really fast. Thank you, the cheetah said. I just wish I could lift as much as you. He walked off. The cheetah wanted to be like him? Derek turned to Caleb. Can I do that again? He asked. Caleb laughed. Your legs will be toast for a while. He looked around the room. Let's try the bench press. Avery sauntered across the gym to claim the bench, and Derek tried to follow, but had to grab the stand to keep from falling. You weren't joking about my legs, he said. I hope there aren't stairs on your trip home, Caleb said. I live on the fourth floor of a walk-up. Caleb laughed. Sleeping in the lobby, the time-honored tradition of leg day. Thankfully, the bench was not far, and eventually Derek was able to make his way over. Avery had filled the bar with weight, then lay down on the bench. Avery pumped out bench presses. Derek lost count after ten. Finally, Avery's arms began to shake. They grunted, finished their lift, and put the bar back. You're up, dearie, Caleb said as Avery caught their breath. Derek lay down on the bench while Caleb took some weight off the bar. Seventy-five pounds should be easy, Caleb said. Just arch your back so your shoulders have space to move. Derek lifted the bar. It was heavy, but he brought it down to his chest and pushed it back up. Easy, he said. Great, Caleb said. Let's try 140. He put more weight on the bar. Derek lifted the bar again. His arms trembled, but he was strong. The bar hit his chest, and with a grunt, he lifted it. More, said Derek. 200. Caleb stroked his trunk. Are you sure? You caved on the squats, Avery interrupted. You won't stop him on the bench. Caleb sighed. Fair enough, but I'm going to spot you on this one. Caleb put 200 pounds on the bar, stepped behind Derek, and cupped his hands beneath the bar. Derek tightened his grip on the bar, breathed, and pushed. Derek fought to keep his aching wrist straight. He brought the bar over his chest, breathed one last time, and let the bar come down. It tapped his chest, and, bellowing, Derek pushed with all his might. His back squeezed and his hooves rose from the ground. His neck bulged. His chest shuddered.
slowly, surely, the bar lifted off his chest and inched upward. The metal shook in his hands, the plates clanked against each other, and the bar leaned to the left, then to the right. But through it all, the bar crawled up, closer and closer to completion. Then his whole body gave out. The bar dropped, speeding for his chest. Caleb lunged forward and caught the bar, his belly smushing into Derek's face. Derek tried to breathe, but all he got was Caleb's musk, deep and dark like wine. His tongue darted out, finding the thick gray skin of Caleb's underbelly. Then the belly was gone, and Derek whimpered. You all right? Caleb asked. Avery laughed and pointed down. Looks like there's nothing wrong with him but the lack of belly. Derek followed the stubby finger, even though he knew what he'd see. There it was, the massive tent where his erection strained against his shorts. Caleb put the bar back on the stand. Junior, he began. No one cares, Daddy, Avery said. Look! They waved their hand at an antelope doing bicep curls while a rat sucked his cock. Caleb sighed and looked at Derek. How are you doing? I... Derek said, then trailed off. Honestly, I, uh, he coughed. I just want your belly in my face again. Caleb laughed, then lifted his belly with his massive hands and dropped it on Derek's face. Its weight pushed Derek's head into the weight bench, but Derek reveled in every inch of that thick, leathery skin as the soft fat of Caleb's belly sank into his face. Derek moaned, and a few drops of precum slid down his shaft. His lungs burned, but he needed more. He needed to feel nothing but belly, see nothing but belly, and breathe nothing but belly until blackness overtook him. He dug his fingers into Caleb and pulled his belly further over his face. Eventually, the urge to breathe overtook him, and he pushed Caleb's belly up, twisted his head to the side, and gulped down air. Avery's hand had gone down his shorts and stroked back and forth. Derek imagined having Avery's cock inside him while Caleb's belly smothered him. He had gone this far, Derek thought. Derek stared into Avery's eyes, grabbed hold of the barbell stand, and lifted his legs. And you were worried about him being shy, Avery said. In my defense, he is, Caleb laughed. Avery dropped their shorts and tore off their shirt, freeing their belly and thick cock. They stroked their now free cock, their arms bulging and their belly rippling. Caleb reached under the barbell and pulled Derek's shirt over his head and onto Derek's handlers. Fuck, Caleb said. Caleb bent over and slowly untangled the shirt from each branch of Derek's antlers while Avery grabbed Derek's shorts and pulled them off. Want to feel how Daddy taught his big fat hippo? Avery asked him. Derek could only nod. Avery grabbed Derek's legs and forced them back, lifting Derek's ass into the air. Avery spat on their other hand, rubbed it over their cock, then pushed their cock against Derek's ass. Even before their tip made its way inside Derek, it split him open. Derek's keratinous fingers screeched against the barbell stand. Then soft, thick skin brushed his hand. After finally disentangling Derek's shirt, Caleb stood there, naked, his arms resting on the barbell. Derek gawked. From his thick legs to his big belly to his wide fingers, Caleb was sex incarnate. 
Caleb wrapped his trunk under Derek's muzzle, pulled his head back, and stepped forward, straddling the weight bench. The tip of Derek's nose pressed into Caleb's deep red vag. Derek's long tongue reached out, tasting sweat and sweet musk. Avery spat again and worked their cock further into Derek. His sphincter burned, but Derek didn't care. He just needed that cock deeper in him, and his tongue deeper in Caleb. Then something new wrapped around Derek's cock. It had no fingers, but Derek shuddered as it stroked his shaft, then touched the tip of his cock, and sucked. Caleb's trunk. Derek tried to laugh, but Caleb's belly and vag had smothered him. Instead, he grabbed Caleb's ass and pulled himself deeper, his tongue going as far into Caleb as it could. Avery spat again and worked their cock against Derek's hole, stretching it painfully wide. Then Avery pulled out, the pain dissipated, and Derek moaned with relief and need until Avery's large canines pressed against his cheeks, and their giant tongue slid into his hole. Derek felt Avery's tongue caress every part of him. His whole body bucked and shivered, and his cock twitched in Caleb's trunk. Caleb's hands reached beneath the barbell and found Derek's soft belly. His short fingers dug into Derek's pudge, and Derek loved how his belly yielded to Caleb's touch. Avery pulled their big mouth off Derek and pushed their cock against his ass again. Derek bleated against Caleb's vag as his ass stretched wide, and Avery's cock slid inside him. His fingers burrowed into Caleb's ass, and his back arched over the weight bench, and his elbows squeezed the barbell stand. Then Avery's hips pressed against his ass, and they were fully inside him. Avery's big belly bounced against Derek's balls as they fucked him. Enveloped in Caleb and Avery's strong, fat bodies, he felt helpless, safe, and horny all at once. He lost himself in the mountains of their flesh. And he wanted Avery and Caleb to feel that good, too. He lifted Caleb's belly with his hands, took a deep breath, and found Caleb's clit. He sealed his lips around it, then licked up and down its length. Caleb roared, his trunk shuddering around Derek's cock. Derek was getting close, but he'd be damned if he weren't going to get Caleb off first. He sucked and licked with all his might, reveling in each shake of Caleb's belly and each spasm of Caleb's trunk. Derek thought of nothing but Caleb's clit and making him come, so he was completely unprepared for Avery coming first. Avery growled, the sound warbling through Derek's body as they thrust hard inside him. Their cock pulsed against Derek's hole as they shot spurt after spurt in what seemed to be a never-ending orgasm. Their fingers gripped his leg so hard it hurt, and Derek's hooves clanked against the barbell. Fuck yeah, make that deer grow from your seed, Junior, Caleb said. Finally, Avery's cock stopped pulsing. They rested Derek's legs on their shoulders and slumped against him, their cock head just inside him. Caleb's trunk left Derek's cock to stroke Avery, and he said, You made Daddy proud, Junior. This was Derek's chance. He sucked Caleb's clit harder than he had ever sucked before. He sucked so hard he would crumple straws. If a door opened into the vacuum of space and Derek could only survive through his lungs gripped on Caleb's clit, he would not have budged a bit. Fuck, fuck, fuck! Caleb said. His body trembled. Caleb's badge clenched around Derek's jaw. Caleb moaned and trumpeted. His trunk grasped Derek's cock once more and pumped Derek hard. 
It hurt good, and with Avery still inside him and Caleb shuddering vag and belly smothering, Derek came. He bellowed against Caleb and his whole body convulsed. His cock felt like it pumped out molten lead. The world went black except for his cock. Every twitch sent waves through all existence. Derek couldn't handle any more and he never wanted it to stop. It was an eternity balanced on a thread, oblivion on one side and madness on the other. Derek didn't know how long he could stay balanced and he didn't care if he fell. Slowly, the feeling passed. Caleb stepped back and Derek gulped down air. That ass wrapped around my cock real nice, Avery said. They finally pulled out and cum leaked out of Derek's ass. He was surprised it didn't flood the gym. And you ate my man cave like a pro, Caleb said. He rubbed Derek's belly, and his stubby fingers sank into Derek's soft flesh as though they became part of it. Derek realized he wanted them to sink deeper into him. You two are both incredible, Derek said. Then he paused. So, uh, Derek's eyes quickly darted between them. What's the best way to grow after lifting? Eat, Avery said. Everything. Caleb trumpeted. Back to the dealership then? Derek asked. Knew the coach saw something in you, Avery shouted. They grabbed Derek by his shoulders and pulled him to his hooves. As they walked to the change room, Kayla said, You know, Derek, I guess this makes me your, uh, edadaddy. Derek laughed. He was going to love rugby. This was Front Row by B.P. Rugger, read by the author. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.daw, or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Daw.